Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcasts, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you'll get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member immediately and be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And don't forget to mention I had to say it in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hi, friends. Hi. Welcome to They're Terrified and Tipsy. I'll start. Okay. My name is Courtney. Uh, I love long walks on the beach, mm-hmm. white wine, and I absolutely love scary movies. And I'm Stephanie. I also love long walks on the beach. I love white wine, but I absolutely f-ing hate <laughs> scary movies. So Stephanie, mm-hmm. can I ask you a question? Please. Why in the hell <laughs> would you want to watch scary movies and do a podcast on scary movies when you hate them? Oh, that's easy um, because you forced me. Mm, that's that's true. <laughs> but you know what? Hmm. There's wine. Yeah. So I'm basically only here for the wine. <laughs> lots and lots of wine. <laughs> We're going to need it. <laughs> well, since we have very different feelings about scary movies, we decided to share our emotional struggles with you all. Yeah. So grab a glass of wine, your mm-hmm. favorite couch blanket, and get comfy and enjoy the ride with us. Also, you can find their Terrified and Tipsy on Instagram and Twitter, plus all the podcast platforms. For links, head over to tipsypod.com. Cheers! Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. Joining me today is Liz from You Should Have Ghosted. Liz, why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Liz, and I am half of You Should Have Ghosted. My co-host Shayna is busy currently. And we have a podcast about the dark side of online dating. Basically, we tell a murder and then a online dating crime, and then we just roast people on Tinder, and it's pretty fun. <laughs> I, I love it, personally. It, I mean... <laughs> I, it's really fun to make. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I, and anybody, in case anybody missed it, I actually was on the show once, yeah. and it was fun, and... We talked about douchey dude bros and made fun of <laughs> neckbeards and I think a bunch of other stuff. So, Yep. <laughs> if you listen to me, you would appreciate this show and I highly recommend you go listen to it. So yeah, we're on his that, website of like, uh, you know, recommended shows. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a link on the website. Go go to the website. I had to say it podcast dot com. <laughs> Shameless plug. <sighs> if you're if you're it. if you're new to the show. And you haven't heard me say this 9 million times, or if you're one of those people that drops out at the 22 minute mark and never finishes the episode, there's a website. It's, <laughs> I had to say it podcast. Really? It's not hard to find. Go check it out. 
There's all kinds of links and shit. <laughs> literally just Google, I had to say it. <laughs> and it'll be yeah, right I, there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm the first thing that comes up. Oh, yep. Okay. Although I couldn't, I couldn't just get. I had to say it as a as as a Twitter handle, which really surprised me. Somebody else has it and just is sitting on it. Honestly, I hate that. It's like people who buy domains and then they just um like make people buy them from them. You know. I agree with that for the most part. I do know of a couple instances where it was like kind of like self right or not self righteous, but a righteous purchase, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, you're you're a douche, but guess what? I just purchased all the domain names for your business. <laughs> you suck. Yep, I know. But. Uh, we did that like before we even like made social media for it. We were like, got to get all these domains. <laughs> yeah. I, if I knew then what I know now, I could have been so all over that. Right? <laughs> Who knew? Oh, well. Yeah. Here we but- are. Yeah, so here we are, and today, uh, like pretty much everything else I do, this is probably going to go off the rails a lot. And, oh, yeah. Um, Liz and I are going to have a conversation, and theoretically, the subject is going to be, we're going to talk about mental health care in America, uh, because that's something mm-hmm. we both have some very solid opinions about. And there will probably be a lot of random giggling and laughing and a bunch of other <laughs> silliness, because let's face it, that's just how it's going to go. Yeah, it is. I can't help it. That's my personality. Also, just a warning for anyone out there. If you are uncomfortable about jokes about mental health, leave now. I'm going to be making a lot of them. (laughs) And frankly, if you're uncomfortable about things or you get easily offended, how did you find the show in the first place? Because I'm pretty sure I, well, I, I know for a fact I don't filter, but. I'm pretty sure I've said or done something to offend the vast majority of sensitive people over the course of this show. I mean, I, I know it's been like all of seven or eight months at this point and like 60 some episodes. At the, but uh, yeah, I've said a lot of shit where the, the, it should have weeded out the week at this point. <laughs> oh, I... If there's new people out here and this is your first episode, I swear I'm, I'm pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes sometimes you just say shit that's kind of offensive to somebody. You can't please everybody. It's oh, impossible. No, it's it's ne- you're going to drive yourself crazy trying and you're yep. never going to it's never going to happen, so. Exactly. Oh well. I've made my peace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me too. I literally used to be so worried about making everyone happy, making sure nobody was like, eh. but I just don't give a fuck anymore. Here we go. That's what brought on this episode. (laughs) Woo! All right, let's hear it for not giving a fuck. Yep. Yay for us. (laughs) Yes. Audience clapping in the background. (laughs) Yeah. Someday I may be one of those shows that has production values and I'll put in sound effects and shit. But we only put in like news music for the I just thought it was hilarious because in the when we first started doing it, I would be like news music, blah blah blah. blah. And then Shayna had to put news music over that. So I don't know. It just stuck. Sometimes I forget to put sound effects in at all. So it's really yeah. good for bag. <laughs> well, I, I, I was telling myself I wanted to get um uh, one a roadcaster because it's uh it's, you know mixing board but it's got a bunch of buttons that you can program with sound effects and i was oh. like i could i could be a wacky wacky on-air personality with sound effect buttons and shit 
Yeah. And like hot takes <gasps> things and stuff and like Yeah. Chris and Christine, I don't know if you've ever heard that podcast. They uh, have yeah. a soundboard. Um and we collabed with them once and they were just making random fucking sound effects the whole time. It was kind of it was like really funny. Like I felt like I was on a radio show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that's basically what that particular piece of equipment does. I mean, there's ways to do it and like, you know, we're going to put that in in post, but I, yeah. I'm not fucking doing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the the 40 or so people that listen to me on a regular basis aren't coming for wacky. No. I think they're coming angry, bald. <laughs> oh, my God. When you said that in the last episode, I cried laughing. I was eating a chicken tender and I almost choked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, angry, <laughs> bald. <laughs> oh this God. just in a... Rather rotund bald man is being charged with second degree unintentional homicide for killing one of his listeners via a chicken tender. <laughs> Manslaughter Stop. by a chicken tender. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's it, uh <laughs> It's a curse, what can I say? Yeah. I, I have a face like... for radio and the talent to go with it. Apparently, I have a laugh for radio or something. Oh, oh yeah, no, I'm 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 definitely like snagging a clip of that at some point, <laughs> and I'm 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 gonna make it a like a, an alarm tone or something. I can't I can't say in a ringtone because that would be going off at like, and I'd be in a meeting oh. or something, and just be like, uh, don't I don't I don't know what that was. Yeah, sorry, just some random girl laughing. Yes. <laughs> It's just yeah. something that makes me smile. Don't, yeah. don't mind me. I like to wake up in a good mood. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't say too much because right now my my phone ringtone's the purge alarm or oh. purge siren. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. I don't remember what mine is because my phone is always on silent. <laughs> well, mine generally is until I forget that it's not, and it's like yeah. just a casual purge. It's not a big deal. I mean, when there was there was talk when the riots were going on in Chicago that they were heading our way, and I was like, I really hope for their sake that they don't, because particularly where I live, uh-uh. yeah. you get a bu- bu- bunch bunch of you know kids coming from the city down to where I am. They they don't realize I kind of live in an area. It's it's been developed recently but it for a long time it was a lot more like the country yeah and yeah there's a bunch of subdivisions now but the subdivisions that might got away with some shit but in the part where it's the country folk mm-hmm. no oh, yeah. yeah yeah them good old boys ain't gonna play <laughs> yeah it's there 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 might be a warning shot but it's gonna be a warning shot <laughs> singular <laughs> yeah <sighs> so you know it was uh like I said, I mean, there's, you know, messed up time in general. And there was like in the, the closest larger town, there was a little bit of uh, unrest and disturbance and yeah. a, like a little bit of looting, not a lot of looting, like uh, 25 or 30 cars got stolen from a car dealership. Holy shit. And they were not low end cars. They busted in and stole the keys to a bunch of really high end vehicles. Yeah. Every single one of which had a low jack in it. It's like you dumb sons of bitches. Do you really think you're gonna steal a fifty thousand dollar vehicle and it's Dude. just gonna be like this is your whip now? Go get the <laughs> Honda Accord. It'll last you a million miles. Yeah, it'll it'll last a million miles, and it doesn't have a GPS. Well, actually, pretty much everything does now. But yeah, 
literally. But at the same time, it's they're not going to try nearly as hard to get that eighteen thousand dollar accord back as they're going to try to get the you know the the friggin' turbocharged Hellcat Hummer that you stole. I mean, oh what the... my god, <laughs> I'm dead. So yeah, well, I mean, actually, I think it was there was like four or five Chargers that got stolen, and like they were talking about it the next day on the radio as I was driving to wherever the hell I was going because I wasn't working at the time. I think I was going to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I hope toilet paper this week and, uh, oh my god i know i was using napkins for like a month ugh, yeah <laughs> no we actually we managed to avoid actually having too much of an issue because i had like we don't hoard per se yeah but i do have a sam's club membership and like yeah. so when we i would buy toilet paper like once every three months because i would buy you know, 36 rolls at a time. Yeah, the giant Because thing. it's the, cheaper. Exactly. exactly. The, the, like, pallet of toilet paper. Yes! I have and one of those. Yeah, <laughs> so that would last us a while. And then as soon as people started hoarding toilet paper for a respiratory infection. <laughs> I, well, here's the thing. They thought that, that they were not going to be able to get out of their house or whatever. Yeah, you know? but that plays into the whole mental health thing, too. Because yes. if you are kind of fucking stupid... Then you go, hey, it's there. There's a breathing virus around. I might shit myself. Yeah. And, but whatever the mentality was, I bought a bidet. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. there's no toilet paper to be had at the grocery store, and like there was literally nothing on the shelves at the uh, when I would go to for groceries. I know. And so I was, and or actually no, I think I was still working at that point because. Yeah, because I didn't get furloughed till I don't know, the the end of May, so I might have been when the toilet paper shortage was going on. I think I was still working. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I was like, you know, there's no no ass wipe to be had. <laughs> modern problems require modern solutions. Amazon, here we go. And like, you know, I think it was a week later. I had you know a bidet for every toilet in the house, and that's awesome. Like, little you know five minutes to bolt them on and hook them up and yeah. once you get used to the fact that it's cold water it's really not that bad yeah <laughs> I, I'm, I'm never going back <laughs> that's a thing though it's so much better for the environment yeah and you know and it makes me feel bougie so it's all yeah, exactly good. and you get like, a little uh-huh. ass wash just casually. my bum is clean <laughs> oh my god that's so funny like, you barbarians going in dry what the fuck <laughs> That's the thing. Um, there's like a baby wipe pandemic in yeah, I know, right? In America, people keep flushing them, and I guess that they're not disposable. So I think no. that all of the sewer systems are just gonna explode one day. They're yeah, covered probably. in poop. Yeah, so, but they make they make disposable ones now. Well, even the even the the you know supposedly disposable ones mm-hmm. aren't. Yeah, they kind of de- they they're supposed to like. The- biodegrade somehow after a while but it takes fucking forever you know yeah <laughs> it it takes longer not as long as the non-flushable ones but yeah. even the flushable ones they're like oh they're septic safe no they're not yeah but that's the thing how what are you supposed <laughs> to do with it after you wipe your ass with it i'm not gonna put in a garbage ew yeah well no i get <laughs> it I'm, I'm just saying i mean i i know a guy that's a plumber and he's like yeah these things suck 
It probably makes them stay in business, though, so I guess whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, except for the problem is when he explains to these people why he has to come out and, you know, re- rebore their pipes and shit, and they're like, oh, bullshit, I didn't do that. And they're like, well, you're still paying for it, asshole, so. Yeah, I mean. But, you know, he's got to deal with people trying to tell him he's ripping them off and all this other shit. And... <sighs> Because people are dumb. No, because people who have that kind of money want to keep that kind of money. If you have money to go buy fucking, um, like, baby wipes for your stupid ass, like, come on. Come on. You can afford to pay the plumber because you flush them and you're lazy. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Anyway, about mental health, on that note. Yeah, so, on that note... (laughs) Mental uh, health. Yeah, let's talk about yeah. trauma. <laughs> yeah, there, there, well, there's trauma. There's all kinds of you know stigmas that are attached to it in our society, which yep. is fucking dumb. Okay, the thing that bothers me the most about this day society and mental health is that everyone diagnoses themselves with a mental health problem. Like having mental health issues, like or a mental illness, is trendy now you know and it's not it's yeah, not cool it's, it's it no it's it's it really well it's not cool to the people who actually have legitimate issues yeah and it's I, on the one hand i think it's kind of a good thing to the extent of people are having dialogue about these things now and it's actually yeah. getting discussed no on the yeah. other hand it's not a f- trading cards or something. It's not where it's like, hey, I got to get all the mental issues. Yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got an acute, acute neurosis and agoraphobia. What do you got, <laughs> motherfucker? Literally. Literally, and that's the thing. People are like, I have anxiety, and they've never been diagnosed with anxiety. I don't have anxiety, and people are like, oh my god, you have like, I can feel your anxiety from here. I'm like, I don't have anxiety. I am anxious. I don't have anxiety. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I don't have anxiety. You just irritate the fuck out of me. Yes, I'm fucking pissed off. That's the difference. Like, I can be totally pissed, but also calm as fuck at the same time. And that scares people a little bit sometimes. But, you know, yeah. that's their fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I have, I mean, I have my own me issues, too. as it were. Yeah. But, and I, I have temperament issues and... <laughs> Uh, some <laughs> mi- minor rage issues. But, well, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's why you have a podcast about you know that you bitch about stuff on. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's 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 a pressure. It's a check valve. Yeah, it, I don't internalize things, and it makes makes me a better oh my person. God. <laughs> that's so cool, though. I never even thought about it like that because I, you know, I think that. People who make podcasts, like their podcasts kind of reflect on what bothers them or what they're passionate about. And it's cool because you get to see kind of like a window into them, you know, without even them talking. (laughs) And then on the other side of that, though, you know, just with the popularity of true crime stuff, it really kind of worries me. (laughs) Oh, I know. Yeah. There's not, not that I'm belittling true crime because most of the people I have like my friends that I've made online are true crime people and I love you guys for it but (laughs) on the other hand it's like well y'all some crazy motherfuckers out here I swear 
<laughs> we have problems. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that a lot of that is like, so me and Shana have discussed this at length, but we think that there are so many true crime podcasts and they are mostly women hosting them or like, you know, I don't know, mostly. Uh, and I think that's because not, I'm not trying to generalize this, but men don't really have to deal with, uh, thinking about being murdered as much, you know? Well, I, I, yes and no. Men are just as likely to get murdered. We just don't give a shit. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That is true. But I, I'm also like, like how often do you feel unsafe walking around the grocery store? Well, me never, but that's because I'm a armed, large asshole. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I have a lot of factors going in my behalf. Well, Not the, the least thing. of which being I have literally thrown people like down an aisle because they were <laughs> pissing me off. So, <laughs> Well, I cannot do that. I am 4'11 or 4'10 and a half if you want to be technical. And yeah, we'll, um, we'll round up. Yeah, 4'11-ish. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I'm used to that. My mother's of diminutive stature as well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, And, you know, I... My upper body strength is pathetic, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, I can kick the shit out of somebody and they would die. <laughs> but I literally cannot punch someone to save my life and make it hurt. <laughs> off, off, the ra- off the rails, number one. Yeah. Oh, I feel like that's probably number three, though. <laughs> well, I, honestly, I stopped counting. I think, I, think we're, I think we're in double digits before we even started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but... That's okay, though. Yeah, who cares? So. This is your podcast. We can do whatever you want. <laughs> oh, no, we can do whatever we want. You're my guest, and I like to be a gracious host. Oh, so. great. I like to do whatever. I am good. <laughs> Groovy. Yep. But Maybe we should probably get back to mental health or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should yeah, get back on topic. Um because I have a feeling I'm going to be chopping a lot of this out just because nobody's going to want to hear you and me bullshitting. But, well, no. actually, some, some people might. That's, that's I mean, people want to hear me bullshitting about nothing. But Yeah, now we're like, just both bullshitting about nothing. <laughs> you got two people talking about nothing for an hour. Jesus Christ. Exactly. But that's like the best part about podcasting. <laughs> like somebody get this fucker a, a shot collar. When he gets off task, I want to be able to hit him. God damn it. Live stream that, you son of a whore. I swear to Christ. I don't know. Those are like geriatric. (laughs) It's like, you know, he's got the right idea. Back in the day, in my day, we didn't have the fancy computers for talking to each other. We had to do things the old-fashioned way. If you didn't like a son of a bitch, you drove over there. You told his mom you were there to play ball. Then you hit him in the head. Fuck oh, that my little God. Prick. Fuck that little prick. I don't know if your viewer or your listeners are exactly geriatric because, well, I mean, I am, but that's just me, though, you know? Well, no, that's more <laughs> of a state of mind than an actual... No, I just, that's it's true. like... You know how you can pull up your analytic stuff and like by and wide, according yeah. to, according to anchor anyway, m- most of my demographic falls in the like 32 to 60. <laughs> Whoa. What? I mean, 
I've got a few like in the like 20 to 25, a few in the like 26 to 30 or whatever. And then it's like a big spike for like people right around my age, like 35 to 42 or whatever it is. And then it drops Mm -hmm. back down. And then I've got like three where it's like 60 plus. So, (laughs) So 60 plus. Yeah. So even the cost of, so I have to get insurance this year because I turned 26 in a month and I'm, uh, dreading it. Um, (laughs) and I go see a psychiatrist monthly, like every three weeks because I'm trying to regulate medication because I'm bipolar and it's scary. (laughs) So, It's, it's a little bad sometimes. Oh, my God. The last two months have been a fucking nightmare, but I'm very stable now. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad to hear it. I've, yeah. You know, I carry a certain degree of concern. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. That makes me happy. Um, and so I've been looking at, like, specifically that, because that's the most, like, this is the most I've ever gone to a doctor ever. Um, and I have to go, it's like $50, a $50, no, wait, my, the lowest deductible I could have is like $3,000. So I have to pay all of that before I can get, it's like no charge for mental health after that. But that's the thing though, the out of pocket max is like 10 grand. So I think I'd still have to pay. Wow, that's... I know. That's messed up. I mean, I know. You know, like, pe- people should not have to be making life choices about their quality of life where it's like, well, I can eat or I can get my meds this month. I mean, yeah. Seriously, insane. one of the biggest issues I have with healthcare in this country is its priorities are so fucked. Yeah. I mean, I understand running things as a business. I understand we got to make money for the system to keep perpetuating itself. But at the same time, certain things like having functional, healthy members of society seems to be like that should be worth cutting the margins a little bit, you know? Yeah, definitely. Because I would have to pay $200 um, each visit. And then with this insurance, I'd still have to pay um, like basically the price, the, the whole price of the, uh, what do you call it? The medications which would probably be like at least $100 a month. And so that's $300 a month right there. You know what I mean? And I'd have to do that for the rest of my life because I would never hit ten grand. <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised how quick you hit those numbers, actually. I know, but uh, it would just but... be me, you know? I've always been on a plan with my mom or something like that. So, And we always hit the... Um, we, I think that we already hit her deductible already, and I didn't even get off her insurance yet. It's not, it's April. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I basically well. maxed out her uh, deductible before half the year is over. <laughs> yeah, that's. I've ha- I've been there myself. I I had that happen. I a couple of years ago, I wound up having some medical issues in like October. Mm-hmm. Oh, and. Geez. And I hit I hit my cap for the year before November, because <laughs> mm-hmm. I wound up going in like seventy five hundred bucks in the span of two days. Jesus, that's yeah. crazy. 
Yeah, it was a lot of shitty stuff. <laughs> yeah. I had a $95,000 surgery in 2018, so that was fun. Yeah. Like I said, the fact that we treat it like it's, you know, a trend and it's something that people are doing for shits and giggles is a pretty good starting point. I mean, you know, people are trying to call out, oh, well, I have this and I have that. It's And like, no, motherfucker, we need mental health, not... And the approach seems to be like people are saying like, Oh, well, we're talking about it. That makes it okay. Well, no, you're still not fucking doing anything about it. Yeah. And not even that. Like, people talking about it is fine. So it's, but it's just creating stigmas, like more stigma because the people who have like serious, you know, episodes or whatever you want to call it from their mental health are being compared to other people's episodes like how bad their mental health is you know yeah and it's not going to be the same for any two people you can't just say put a you know a cookie cutter stamp on things and say this is how this works if you have this i mean we don't even understand how our the the the, like physical side of how our brains work (laughs) trying to understand the the actual operation of our minds is trying to say anything is a definite this is how this should be is just the short-sighted thinking really i mean exactly and i think like i've actually run into this i've never met someone a like a a man who had um bipolar openly like i've never met one that's just like oh yeah i'm bipolar and then i did recently and he basically judged the fuck out of um my like what medications I take and how low the levels are and I'm like I'm just starting first of all and also just because I didn't think I was god while I had a manic episode does not mean that mine's less bad than yours <laughs> yeah no that's or less valid or whatever I is. I actually I've met a couple guys yeah they're uh, uh, that they're like oh well I've got the 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 you know this is how it, it is if you really have it. Otherwise, you're just... It's like, no, motherfucker, don't, don't try and justify yeah. your case as being, you know, the typical. That is... That's the norm. That's the standard. If 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 my if the way my, I'm broken isn't the same as the way you're broken, that doesn't make your issues any more valid or any more correct than mine. And... Yep. Yeah, I, I just, I, that's, that kind of goes back to the whole general arrogance of people. Yeah. And I can't, yeah, I mean, y- you know where I stand on a lot of this stuff. I'm, I, I hate people who think that mm-hmm. their way is always automatically the right way. And I can't stand that, uh, particularly the when it comes to something cutter, like mental health, that people, uh, standard yeah, of society. People want to apply that of, you know, it's this or it's wrong. And it's like, motherfucker. Yeah. First off, in spite yeah. of what your issues may be telling they're you, like you're that. not God. Yeah, mm-hmm. It just, no, it just burns my <laughs> ass. <laughs> yeah. Whenever, <laughs> whenever you say chapped my ass or something <laughs> in your episodes, I always like cry laughing. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad I can provide a little quality entertainment for you. It's, uh, <laughs> It does. It brings up the serotonin greatly. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I think that 
people have different coping mechanisms, you know? So, like, mine is humor. So, but that's the thing about society. I can't go around making suicide jokes to people and not be looked at, like, either, like, you're offensive or basically, you know, do you need help? I'm going to, like, bring you to the mental hospital right now. (laughs) Yeah, they they either want to fix you or they want to judge you, and neither of which is yeah. very very useful in the in the scheme of things. No, I just think it's funny. I'm gonna I, yeah. if I want to be like, oh, um, I don't know. If I I make a lot of stupid jokes like in private, but I would never. I can't make them out loud. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I. I, I Believe me, I understand. It's for all the ridiculous shit that comes out of my mouth. You should hear the stuff I hold back. Same. Oh, my God. I actually told a suicide joke on the podcast, and it was like, it was a pickup line. Hey, girl, are you a toaster? Because a bath with you would send me to heaven. And I was like, (laughs) dying, laughing when I saw it. And I was just like, I can't even say this in real life. Yeah, actually, one of one of my favorite ones, and it's it's a little fucked up because just perspective, but and I it's actually a quote. I can't remember who said it, but somebody was like, "If I if I was your wife, I'd poison your coffee," and the guy <laughs> responded, "If if you were my wife, I'd fucking drink it." Oh my god, <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, that's funny as hell. Yeah. And, it's like, yeah, lighten up, you know? Seriously, if I want to joke about dying, I'm going to do it. And if I don't care if you're offended by it anymore. I literally don't care. <laughs> yeah, I got to, I, I, well, you know, my ship of fucks to give has sailed a long time ago. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's the, then- the, the long and the short of it. The whole, the whole precept behind this podcast is I really don't care if you're offended. And, uh, frankly, the, we need more offensive people out there because everybody's getting offended by shit that it's not the kind of stuff you can ignore and have a healthy functioning mindset. You know, exactly. You can't pretend these things don't exist. You can't not have these conversations because they're uncomfortable. And at the end of the day, when did getting offended become such a big fucking deal? It's, I mean, I don't, I'm generally not one of those like in the old days, it was better, but I, one thing that I don't see as progress is all of a sudden everybody seems to think that being offended about something like, oh, well, I find that offensive. Okay. Don't fucking talk to me. Go away. Did did it, did it cost you any money? Did it damage your quality of life? Any in, in the macro sense of things? Is it? It, it uh, yeah okay you're a little bent out of shape you're a little butthurt you might have had to think an uncomfortable thought but you're also completely free to turn the turn around and fuck right off i mean literally Ugh. it's so annoying like first of all why should i consider your opinion when i'm making a thought that is my own second of all why do you think that your opinion fucking matters that much it doesn't yeah. well yeah it's a very significant thing of arrogance and like being just being generally selfish. It's these are people that think that their feelings and their thoughts are more valid and more significant than anybody else's. Yeah. And that in and of itself is a 
a symptom of a poor mental health state because it's the people that are the loudest about talking about how their rights and their feelings and their, their life is being violated that don't acknowledge the fact that they're forcing their beliefs and their rights on other people without any consideration for how that makes them feel. Yeah. They, they scream about how they're being treated shitty. And in the meantime, they're treating everybody else shitty in return. Yeah. I think that that's like, there are exceptions to that. Like you can't, well, there's exceptions to everything. But... Oh yeah. No, a hundred percent. Like if you're, if somebody's offended by something you say, because it's blatantly racist, like then that's your fault. Yeah. That's just being a shitty human being. Exactly. But if you're, if you accidentally like post something that's triggering to somebody and then they're like, I'm fucking triggered, you know, like this triggered me, um, to think about my trauma. And I'm like, okay, don't look at it then. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. Sorry. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I'm sorry you're bent out of shape because I had no way of knowing you had a fucking problem because you're afraid to have conversations about things that are legit. Exactly. And now you're upset and butthurt because I wasn't thinking about how delicate and unstable your psyche actually is. Yeah. Sorry that something I have an opinion about and that I like to talk about is something that triggers you. Please unfollow me or just ignore me. I don't want, like, I don't want to offend you, but I also don't care. Sorry. That's your responsibility to not, like, to take control of that. It's not mine. (laughs) Exactly. I, I mean... Well, you've heard me talk enough. You know where I stand. It's your happiness and your fulfillment and your security and your balance and all this other shit is not my responsibility. I'm not obligated to anybody in this world except for my wife and my kid and my parents. Mm -hmm. Everybody else, I take no responsibility for. I I will take care of my parents and my in-laws as they enter into their golden years. I I did my time raising my kid. He turned out pretty good. I'm pretty proud of him. I want him to be happy. I, I realistically, I want everybody else to be happy as long as it's not at my fucking expense. Yeah, like a general rule for everybody. Like you're not responsible for other people's happiness, and that is also why I think that people feel entitled to getting validated by other people but i'm not gonna stroke your ego just because you want me to you know what i mean i don't care well and ultimately it's how fucked up do you have to be that you can't if you can't appreciate yourself and make yourself happy how fucked up do you have to be to think that the world owes you that happiness like everyone else needs to accommodate my shit because i can't do it for myself it's literally it's it's frustrating as shit it is so annoying (laughs) yeah and (sighs) i mean it's that's another one of those soapbox issues for me it's like stop expecting the world to fucking make you happy make yourself happy it's it's nobody can do it for you yeah And that's what the thing is, too. People don't know how to be alone because they're constantly on social media. They're constantly getting attention from other people. And it's like they don't know how to be alone anymore. Nobody knows how to be alone anymore. Yeah. Oh, that's one one of my favorite social media things. I've seen it floating around recently. was um, back in the day when everybody was like, you know, oh, I would stay in this cabin for a year for a million dollars with no social media and no cell phone. 
Bullshit. Yeah, you're going to be everyone, out of your fucking mind. Yeah, everyone out here has proven that they can't go six weeks, much less a year, you know? No. And it's like, I need validation. I need to be approved of. So here, let me make a TikTok doing the exact same dance as nine million other people. Yep. This will make me valid because I'm part of the group. No, yeah. you're sad and you're lonely and <laughs> you crave attention and approval from people. You don't like yourself. You can't look in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm okay. So yeah. you need other people to tell you you're okay. And to do that, you'll jam yourself into the norms and conform to whatever it is that's popular at the moment, whatever's trending. And hopefully somebody will click on that little thumbs up icon or give you a heart and you'll feel validated and you'll feel special. But at the end of the day, you'll still be the same empty sack of shit that you were before you started recording. Agreed. Yeah. And Sorry, got a little preachy there for a second. <laughs> no, I think it was great. And it actually sparked an idea in my brain. Um, the fact that I like to talk about mental health and like my experiences are not for anybody's benefit other than me. I like to air them out because I don't have anyone else to talk to about it. And I'm not asking for, I'm not saying it so that you'll pity, like anyone will pity me or like feel bad for me or, um, I don't know, have an opinion on it. I don't care. I'm just saying this is how I am. This is what I feel like. And maybe you'll take that into consideration next time I am talking to you at 100 miles an hour and you're just sitting there like, what the fuck is this stupid bitch doing? <laughs> well, yeah, and that's the thing. That's You don't have to do it for anybody else. Do it for yourself. You got to get that get the poison out, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's not trolling for sympathy or, you know, no, or unnecessary compassion or anything other than we should all be a little more compassionate towards each other, be a little, you know, patient, a little forgiving, but yes. it's not like here, tell me I'm okay. And validate me. Make me, I'm telling you my problems. So you'll tell me it's okay. No, I'm telling you. So you'll have a little understanding and you'll fuck off with your judgmental bullshit. Literally. Now you understand why I like to make jokes about suicide. I'm not trying to, like, make people think that I'm crazy. I think that they're fucking funny, and that's just me. Yeah, it's, a, it's how we cope. Yeah, I think it's hilarious, and it's keeping me off the ledge of my balcony. Thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, occasionally I'll make a joke about how a gun barrel tastes. It's just, yeah. you know... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it, 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 you don't mix gun oil in a, into a salad. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, it does kind of smell like bananas, but uh, uh, what? Uh, yeah, uh, don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> no, there, okay. there's just a certain type of grease they pack like firearms in when they're shipping them out of like <laughs> Eastern Bloc countries, oh and it kind of smells like bananas. That's so funny. Now I really yeah, want banana pudding. Uh, pudding. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> At my old job, there used to be like this, one of the providers was literally in a sugar addict, like a snack addict. He wouldn't eat anything except for hint of lime, uh, Tostitos, and drink black coffee all fucking day. And that's it. And then he wondered why he had like, uh abdominal like gi tract issues and i'm like dude what you're, <laughs> you're putting a nothing doctor. but a bunch of bitter acidic shit in your system <laughs> literally so weird and then he would just yeah. eat candy all day and i'm like dude oh, you're Lord. 
He lost a shitload of weight, but it's because he starves himself. Like, he eats at work, and then he doesn't eat anywhere else. Yeah, see, that's not healthy. That's not good. No. And that goes along with mental health. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's body dysmorphia. It's real. It's a thing. Yeah. I have body dysmorphia because of the surgery that I had, but I'm not going to go around and, like, make other people you know, validate me because of it. I know that I look fucking bomb, but I also, you know, sometimes feel like shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See, I have the opposite problem. I think I look way better than I do sometimes. And then I catch a glimpse in the mirror and I'm like, Oh, kill it. Me too. Kill it with fire. (laughs) Me too. I have that all the time. I think that I look like a goddess 24 seven. And then I actually look at myself and I'm like, Whoa, I gained 20 pounds overnight. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm just like, where did this extra fucking chin come from? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I, I shouldn't tilt my head that way anymore. I shouldn't be seen from the side. I should have blinders like a like a horse just around my whole face. <laughs> my profile is not good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm thinking I'm not all that great head on anymore either, so. I, I don't know. I feel like, did you, have you ever, like, seen an a, um, what do you call it? An inverted picture of yourself and been like, that's what people see. <gasps> what? Ugh. No, I, I've, I've seen regular pictures of myself and been very dissatisfied with the results. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like people see you the opposite of how you see yourself in like a mirror or like a selfie or something like that. And that, well, I, I don't out. do selfies. So, well, yeah, but you know, the I, I I literally have one selfie on my phone. I don't I don't even remember why I took the picture. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of them. I am addicted to Snapchat, and I'm not afraid to admit it. <laughs> yeah, I I had Snapchat. I still have it technically. I just don't use it, but it's because yeah. a bunch of people I worked with were all like, "Hey, dude, you got to get on Snapchat." I sent one snap, I think, or maybe two, and one of them was a picture of a potato. Yeah, so. well, that's what I like to do. I like to take pictures of random shit and send it to people with, like, a funny caption. And then they're, like, it sparks a conversation. That's just what I do. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, this this was a very specific snap I sent to a friend of mine. A um, like, I installed Snapchat to send him the picture of the potato. <laughs> hey, look, it's me. Sort of. There's a lot of background story to it, but... Basically, uh, this place I was working, I don't, cult's a strong word, but it had a certain mentality I established there around the the concept of potato. Mm -hmm. And because I I was, for a brief period, it was just sort of my expression of frustration. I would just shout out potato. And (laughs) if somebody did something particularly stupid, I'd be like, potato. Yeah. And. And it just, it took, kind of took on a life of its own. And I was actually getting ready to go out of town for like a, a, I don't remember where we were going, but it was like a family reunion or something. And I had to stop at the store on the way home. And there was this lone potato balanced on like, it was like a shelf at the store, but it was like all blacked out. And it was just like, it looks so artistic. And I was like, potato. Yeah. I need to, I need to share this with somebody. So I snapped a, I, I like installed Snapchat, took a picture of the potato and sent it to my buddy from work. And, so you know, no caption, no further expression, just potato. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
Yeah, and like I said, it the whole the whole thing of just saying potato took on a life of its own for a while with that particular crew, and that's so funny. There, it, it just became a whole Zen mindset of just you know fucking potato. What can you do? Fucking potato. I really like that. Like, like, is it like a swear kind of thing? Well, it can be a. It's all context. It's like aloha. You know, it's got a nine million meanings. It just depends on how you use it. You can use it as a swear. You can use it to just like call somebody out for doing something stupid. Just like, man, fucking potato, bro. And like, yeah, I know, I know, I shouldn't have did that. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> fucking potato. Yeah, and it just it just worked in that context. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't know how I'd casually sneak that in. I did. I did start saying something weird, but I don't remember what it was. It didn't last long. Yeah, no, this was like, this lasted like, what? <laughs> it still happens occasionally depending on who I'm talking to. <laughs> There's a couple people from that job where Potato still comes, like we still kind of kept in touch over the years and Potato occasionally works its way into a conversation. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, my, well, my, my, one, of my, one of my buddies when I started doing the podcast, he was like, yeah, I listened to a couple episodes and I'm surprised I didn't hear you Potato anybody. I'm like... I, that's a whole th- average internet person is not going to know what I mean if I say something's potato. But that's the thing, though. You just described it, so now people will get it, and you could start saying it. Well, yeah, now people will get it if I leave that part in. And the the whole <laughs> epic of the potato. I mean, that might make a decent audiogram. Like Aaron explains potato. Oh, literally, there was an episode yeah. where one of the judges' names was like something. Something, uh, something that sounded like Panini, and then I, I said <laughs> Judge Panini, and then Shayna, we went on like a rant about how, um, like if Bernie Sanders gave us a Panini with his little mittens, like we would graciously accept it, even if it wasn't good. <sighs> <laughs> and we had to cut it out because it was right in the middle of a murder, so I, I like popped it out. <laughs> Uh, like Bernie's paninis. That's would Bernie burn the paninis? Probably. How many paninis would Bernie burn if Bernie could burn paninis? <laughs> oh my god, that has to be the episode name. <laughs> how many how many paninis would Bernie burn if Bernie could burn paninis? <laughs> how many paninis would Bernie burn if Bernie burnt paninis? Yeah, yeah that's that's a mouthful. Yeah, it is. But you gotta like that. And then just completely take place. this part out of the whole episode, so nobody knows what the fucking up. <laughs> what was Don't that? Don't make it an audiogram. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll probably have to play with that after this is said and done. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Poor Bernie. I know. <sighs> yeah, whatever. Getting mocked by some bald-headed fat prick. <laughs> he thought he thought done with when Rush died. I figured I I figure these people know that some people hate them and you know they just that's deal with that on their own. Yeah, exactly. They don't give two fucks. Nobody cares. And that's the yeah. real thing is that people need to realize that nobody fucking cares except them. Yeah. It would make them a lot happier in the long run if they realized yes. nobody else gives a fuck. Yes. It's the end of the world to you, to everybody else. It's fucking Tuesday. 
That's exactly what I tell people all the time. They're like worried about shit like that literally doesn't matter. And I'm like, nobody cares. And they're like, what? They can't wrap their head around it. I've had that conversation multiple times with many people. And it's like, you know, I know it seems like right now that your world's falling down around your ears, but Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, nobody else gives a fuck. And if nobody else gives a fuck, why do you give a fuck? Exactly. I mean, it's life's a lot easier with less fucks to give. Oh, yeah. 100%. All of my fucks are gone. <laughs> yeah. If fucks were flowers, I wouldn't have a boutonniere. Nope. But... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> That, well, we got we got into a, uh, that was another one with some of the potato guys. We got into a whole back and forth about that, where it was like, my friend of fucks for flowers, I wouldn't have a bouquet. Uh, oh, this uh, is the field where I grow my fucks. Notice that it is barren. And then I was finally like, if fucks for flowers, I would not have a boutonniere. <laughs> um, I was, that kind of reminds me of Letterkenny. <laughs> yeah, actually, I love that show because so much of it is just like, completely relatable to me yes me too and i'm just like (laughs) yep the only problem the only problem is uh, nobody wants to admit that you know everybody wants to be wayne nobody wants to admit they're freaking dairy i am literally squirrely dan i don't care who says honestly so am i (laughs) (laughs) as soon as i saw him and i heard him spoke i was like that is me and I am not ashamed. <laughs> yeah, me neither. It was actually, it was kind of funny. I, I got I got Shauna to start watching it with me a little while back here when we realized we had Hulu. And I turned it on one day and she's like, what the hell are you watching? And I'm like, oh, I turned on Hulu. And she's like, when did we sign up for Hulu? And I'm like, apparently we've had it for a long time and we just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the thing is, I have the Spotify premium account yeah that it's included with that so it's like i didn't think about it i was like oh okay so (laughs) i finally was like here let me turn this on and i was watching it one day and she's like what the hell are we watching i'm like just relax just check it out just enjoy and yeah so we wound up binging like three seasons over the course of a weekend yes i love doing that (laughs) and there's a bit where where one of the things where I, she compares me to Squirrely Dan. Like, why does that sound like something you would say? And I'm like, because that is something I would say. Yes. And then, like, like a couple scenes later, you get the one where he's like, "Your sister's hot. Your sister's hot." And he like goes running off into the field, yelling it. <laughs> and, and she she just looks at me and goes, "I can totally see you doing that." I'm like, "I can totally see me doing that too." That's the ironic part. I mean, I'm, I'm just I've always been me. I. I that's one of those things. It's not like I put on a front for the show or anything. Pretty much what you hear is what you get. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not any like more reserved or quiet or less opinionated just because it's like face to face. No. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And that just, that's always shown through. And oddly enough, for some odd reason, I get away with it. Yeah. And not, not to say that because I'm saying get away with it kind of makes it seem like I'm doing something wrong, but I'm still me regardless of, what I'm dealing with or how I'm dealing with people. I'm polite and respectful up to a point, but I'll still tell you you're being a fucking idiot. Yeah. But I'll do it without being unduly mean until you push me. And then, and then the gloves come off. Yeah. And I've literally had to deal with people where it's like, I rip them a new ass because they're being stupid about something. 
And then the next time mm-hmm. they see me, they're like, hey, how's it going, bud? I'm like, yeah. motherfucker, we're not friends. Yeah. I, yeah. I wasn't roasting you because I think it's funny. I'm sincerely disgusted with your behavior and you're a fucking idiot. Yep. And <sighs> Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've always had my people's back when it comes to those things, I guess. <laughs> well, the world needs more people like you. Like, like oh, the first time you. we, the first time we spoke, like, uh, I don't remember who DM'd who on Instagram, but we were talking, and I was like, "Who is this person?" And we are gonna be best friends, and now we are. <laughs> <laughs> Liz, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, it was a pleasure having you. I've really enjoyed this conversation. Why don't Me you uh, take take another minute to just, you know, throw out your socials or whatever and uh, tell the people where they can find you once again, because if they actually made it this far into the program, they're probably interested in hearing that. That's true. Um, so hopefully this episode is longer than a half an hour because there were so many tangents. I don't think that, you know, <laughs> a lot of them were about mental health, but it's fine. Yeah, no, that's OK. <laughs> it, it's it doesn't have to strictly just be on topic. It can be a chit chat. That's true. And you know, it's, it's almost role. two hours of material. I will get, yeah, it's exactly. It's my show. I do whatever the fuck I want, <laughs> Exactly. but we, we will get, uh, it will definitely be a good episode. So I'm excited. I, I, I will, uh, I will work my post-op magic. Lovely. We'll post get it. We'll prod. fix it in post. Yeah. Post prod. Post prod. <laughs> Oh, sorry, dog. I'm gonna prod my. I'm gonna prod it with my post. Oh, that sounded <laughs> dirty. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay. If you want to find me and Shayna on social media, I run the Instagram, and it's at you should have ghosted. And you can find Shayna on Twitter at ghostedpod. And we have a website it is linktree slash you should have ghosted and you can find all of our shit there or you could just google us it's we're gonna show up it doesn't matter (laughs) yes and i highly recommend it they have my full endorsement yes go listen laugh yeah oh yeah lose a little bit of bladder control (laughs) it's a true crime comedy podcast so if you're not into laughing in the same episode that you're hearing a murder um probably don't check it out (laughs) Okay, and I never thought I'd be a true crime guy, and I still listen to it every week, so just just, just do it already. Seriously. It's fun. Go check it out. What's the worst that happens? You, lo- you lose, you know, a half hour of your life, and you and you broaden your horizons a little bit, for fuck's sake. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just don't listen to the first episode. It sounds fucking awful. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> listen to every other episode. It's fine. <laughs> I guess so that's what we had to say. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. 
Check us out on all the social media platforms that I had to say it. Podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.